1: Our first guest, Michael Waugh. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Steve. And uh, for anyone that doesn't know yet, you're about to find out, but Michael is an award-winning country music singer-songwriter and is going to be chatting to us today about a concert coming up as part of Midsummer called We Are Here. But before we get started talking about that, Michael, let's start with the basics. Tell us who you are, what your journey has been. How did you get here today with us? Sure. (laughs)
0: Um, Well... I suppose it's interesting that you started with um, "Dirty River" because that—that's the song that. I got a Golden Guitar Award for Oh, really? That was it, wasn't that? it? Wow. That's, that's Be, because
1: a lot of people might not know Golden Guitar is the big awards at uh, the Tamworth. That's the, right. Music. <laughs> I, sometimes people get it wrong and say, oh, you won a Golden Globe Award, which <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> not yet. Not Your time yet. will
0: come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Golden Guitar Awards, it, it is a really huge thing in Yeah, in, in the country music scene <laughs> yeah. here and in so Australia. There's, a, there's yep. a big award ceremony at, at the Trek, which is the Tamworth yep. Regional mm-hmm. Entertainment Centre and it's about 10,000 people and it's televised on ABC and it is gorgeous. But the year that I won, my boyfriend and I were in Bundaberg at the start of a tour and we got Covid at the beginning of oh, the no. tour, so you I didn't go to it. I know. So oh. we, so instead of instead of being able to be at the awards ceremony, they get you to, to pre-record a yep. little video yep. if, if they if you've been nominated for something, which is what happened with that song, and um, and so TJ and I had bought these amazing nudie suits, uh, which <laughs> looked real. They were really cool, and we're going to do and oh, and there's. Look, there's Becky Cole, yep. but there's not a lot of out other out um, artists in that and, area. Well,
1: Michael, we you know like, we've got there a little bit too soon because <laughs> sorry, but, I, I just jumped. But here, I just now, jumped to but that. But now song. we're we're there. Yeah. What? How hard was it for you being a country singer and being out? Well, look to be to be honest with you, the
0: coming out process was. Um, I had initially not.
1: Been out in that world, so I've been, well, yeah, because we you don't associate America at present. There's a lot of country artists that are, are coming out, yeah. but here in Australia, you, know, you don't hear about it, do you? There's there's not a lot. As I say, Becky Cole yep.
0: really did pave the way. Mm. Yep, exactly. Um, she's been she's been out and proud for mm. a, for a long time now. Um, but for me, it, and, and also I think because I grew up in country Victoria. And there was a lot of homophobia when I grew up, um, and and a lot of the stories um, through country music are very traditional stories about gender and, mm-hmm. and the roles of men and women, and so. And uh, you lost your dog, and you the, your,
1: your wife yeah. left
0: you. All of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, look, my my country music hero was was um, Dolly Parton, of mm-hmm. course. Great choice. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, but she like you know we were she just was... talking about Dolly, actually. Yeah, because well, she, she, I mean, she was. You know, she sang code of many colors. Like yeah. she was, yeah. she was telling my story. You know, mm. and um, and also like my parents would play Dolly Parton or Dolly Parton's greatest hits mm. uh, in the car everywhere yeah. that we would ah. go. And it was a case of learn to love country music or jump out of a moving vehicle. <laughs> so, um, so, but like I didn't have a lot of role models, and I, I think it's like you can't. It's it's hard to be what you can't see, and I didn't have a lot of role models for what it would mean yep. to be out, yep. Yep. but like honestly it, it became. <laughs> uh, my partner um, actually put um, said to me um, quite early in our relationship i oh, yeah, i've just I've just changed our relationship uh, status um, and you can accept it or you can choose to not and by the time I had a look on social media. It had been public and about 300 people had had liked it, including lots of my fans in country music and and people congratulating me for... Having having a boyfriend and they kind of didn't know that, so that was them coming out. And my partner said, "If I if I'd known that you could just form a relationship with someone without um, without them accepting it on social media, I would have had a relationship with Leonardo DiCaprio." <laughs> but, <laughs> so that was the coming out was like kind of um, kind of accidental. Yeah, but we had wanted to do the red carpet. Um, walk at at Tamworth at the Golden Guitars together but instead of um of doing that like I said we we were stuck in Bundaberg with Mm. COVID Mm. and they didn't have a red carpet there but they had a brown rug so we (laughs) we got dressed up in our nudie suits and they took photos of it we took photos of ourselves and, and edited this video and when I was young um there was um The Sheik of Scrubby Creek, uh, who was like, you know, this um, Chad Morgan was this big star through the 70s. Yeah, well, uh, well,
1: I know him because I'm old. I I remember him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was the person who presented the award Ah. for,
0: for me. And so Chad Morgan, he's like 98 or something, standing on stage and through to the video, and it was me and, you know, I got to thank, Uh, my boyfriend, and so I was the only person who got to bring his partner on stage with him. So we didn't do the red carpet war. So how how did it go
1: down to that crowd? Did you get feedback? It was just love.
0: Yeah? And and I think that that was the thing for me. I was raised thinking that I would only ever be hurt or rejected Mm. or both uh, for being out. In, in rural Australia yeah. But what I was greeted with was just love yeah and and it was from all parts of the country uh, music world um, and so I think I think it is it is ready and as you say I mean those stories are coming out through America Orville Peck TJ Osborne this the strong um, queer voices mm-hmm. coming out um, through through American country music now, but queer country is is just starting to find a place yeah. here in and, Australia.
1: And have you had coverage? You know, like has, has there been much? I know you've been on Joy before, um yeah. and uh but you know like has there been anything in the Gay press, or Um, there was,
0: there was like the um, Sydney Morning Herald did did this cover story about me after. Oh, good, yeah, which was beautiful. But the headline was um, uh, Gay Country Singer Bullied and Bashed, is it like which was Mm. part Mm. of what I talked about, Mm. you know, growing up as a kid in country Victoria. Mm. That was Mm. one of the some of the stuff that I experienced. Mm. And like a lot of my music has been about um, coming to peace with. Um, growing up in in a rural community um, loving where I came from and and kind of uh, but also being real about the fact that it's not it's not comfortable mm. for everyone yeah. um, and but a, a lot of what I was talking about in, in that interview was um, you know was about my partner and about about the love that I experienced when I um, uh, in Tamworth and and so it was an interesting. Um, it was an interesting. Rather than you know, gay yeah. country singer wins Golden Guitar Award, it was you know, gay country singer bullied and bashed because the trauma
1: narrative mm. is one that's yeah. still well mm. a mm. newspaper. Yeah, that's uh, right. Uh, yeah. But what, what what did it mean to you, Michael, to win that Golden Guitar Award? But not being a gay yeah. man, but just winning that award, that prestigious. award, for those that don't know it. Think of ARIA Awards, yeah. and it's the equivalent to an ARIA Award. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, it was validation of the hard work
0: of a of a team of people. Because, mm. I yes, I sit in my bedroom and annoy my partner with with writing songs, <laughs> but it is um, it's you know my manager and my publicist and my producer and my band who who are responsible for helping to create that sound. Mm. So it's recognition of their work. So that was the most important thing for me. Um, But I think too that um, it is about um, I'm really proud of being a songwriter and and particularly telling the types of stories that I do. Like in, in Dirty River, it's very much about I wanted to capture the texture of what Melbourne is using... Um,
1: but yeah. using our yeah, but
0: using yeah, but using our vernacular yep. as well. Yep. So it's not. I think lots lots of people write for an international audience and think about um, you, you know like a a turn of phrase that might be quite generic. I, I very much want to capture um, the 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 language of the people. That I love. It's the the you know the way that my parents speak, the way that my mm. um, friends speak. Like that's that's what I want to capture mm. in what I do as a songwriter. So yeah. I felt too in the winning of that award that it was um, a recognition of of that particular way of speaking. Because when I started writing, I, I, I write so personally. I just didn't think that people would get it. Yeah. And and what i found, like traveling around Australia. And playing these songs is, um, for example, I, there's one of my songs, Hayfield Girl, which is about growing up in in Mafra and having um, a mum who was born in Hayfield and rivalry between the two towns. And I thought only people from the area will get it. <laughs> yeah. But what I found was like I was in Western Australia and someone would go, your story reminds me so much of my mum or my little country town. Ah. Um, and, and it was that. You know, like I think a good song is like yeah. a mirror where people can see themselves reflected in yeah. it. Yeah. And and that's what I found when I started talking more personally, it was that people saw themselves yeah. there yeah. and that and that's what they talked and about. With your, your show coming up for the Midsummer Festival, um, are you looking to sort of grab a new audience or is there an existing one there that you already tap into? Yeah, I think I have – I wanted to be a part of Midsummer because – um, it is such a beautiful celebration mm. of queer community, and I'm a part of that community, and I'm look, one edge of it. We are, yeah, you know, we are many, and and that's, um, like I said at the beginning of my journey of of coming out, it was it was a process of not necessarily feeling like I was being represented. Uh, anywhere in that in that story, so if I can be a part mm. of that big story that Melbourne tells or that Victoria tells, uh, which is through Midsummer, um, then i i just add I just add another <laughs> mm. little part of that story, yeah. which is which is bigger. So I okay. want to represent. So that's the first thing. Mm. But there is uh, there is an audience for well, um, you've got a strong following, anyway, yeah, don't you? Yeah. yeah, but I would I would also love to be yeah. I mean, it would be great. What I've found is that since coming out that there's been more queer people in in the audience. I think especially like what's been really powerful is young people um, and a lot of the story that I've been hearing is that we don't hear a lot of people your age representing in the way mm. Um, that you do mm. through through the songs that you,
1: that well, you write. Well, let us talk about uh, the the single we are here mm-hmm. um tell us about it the video is so powerful people you've got to watch the video uh because um all through it are little clips of um uh you know that midsummer uh festival the march yeah. um the pride march uh mardi gras it's mm-hmm. all there you've captured it all <laughs> what's what's the song about?
0: Um, well, like I said I, I grew up with um, with country music and and folk music, which was telling stories about you know, heroes through through history and sometimes it was stories that that didn't get a lot of um, airtime, but it was like keeping that story alive and and so I thought well how where is the story about all of those queer people through history who led to the point where I can stand? On a stage in Tamworth, wearing rainbow elastic panelled Blundstone boots, <laughs> and sing sing songs about uh, about being a queer person from country Victoria. Where where are they their stories? Mm-hmm. So we are here is about is about those people, but it's also about where I want to position myself because I want to be part of the story that makes it safer for somebody else to come out. Because I know that there are people, especially in rural Victoria. For whom it's not yet safe, mm. and they don't know that there is community for them, and they don't know yet that they're loved, but they are. Mm. And so that's that's part of the that's part of the story that mm. I wanted to tell because yeah.
1: I, I needed to hear that. Well, we're going to play it now, but um, just quickly, um, tell us when is your midsummer show? Eighth um, of February at the Brunswick Ballroom, um, the big venue. <gasps> I, yes, <laughs> yeah, it is. But <laughs> but you've got a following, so you're going to yeah. get that following anyway. But this yeah. is a beautiful chance for other uh, queer community to come out on mass especially yeah. considering that you're putting it on the line being part of midsummer as well yeah i i've also got hannah Ackfield uh playing
0: with me who's just she is an extraordinary singer as well and but it is like it is in the middle of um like my partner and i just bought a house in in northcote so it's like part of our community (laughs) near our community and and it is so lovely also to bring a bit of country music to that part
1: of melbourne so yeah brilliant michael it's been a treat speaking with you and we can't wait to have you back on because you've got an album coming out later in the year haven't you so we'll definitely get you back um on to chat about that uh but um have fun at um tamworth this year yeah, uh, and uh, and I hear you you're whizzing off to the opera straight after that.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, my partner's uh, best friend sings with Opera Australia, so yeah. she's got her main stage. Um, uh- lead role, first lead role at the Opera House on the Saturday night. So I'm going to do the gayest show in Tamworth on on, uh, Invasion Day on on the 26th and then we're going to go uh, to the Opera
1: House for the 27th. You're so so gay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So what's the name of this track we're playing again? Uh, This is We Are Here. Michael, a treat to speak to you. Thanks, David. Thanks. You've been listening to the Joy Sunday Arts Magazine.
0: Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air.
1: Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.